You. Are about to witness. The awesome. Crushing might. Of you, a G S Robinson Show Stop ah! Ah! Welcome, my friends. Mnemonic device to a show that seemingly kind of sort of never ends. These ways, that's the way we planned it. D23. It's like a Nazi rocket, but maybe one that works. Trigger warning, trigger warning. Trigger warning, trigger warning. You're coming in the harm's way. But first, this is what I'm fucking with if you're curious. I gotta unfold it with one hand, maybe. What's the matter? You can use to used to doing things in one hand. Ah. I'm not. Any case, this show, trigger warning, is about the end of humanity as we've come to know it for no other reason than only. But before we get to that, Bob Riley, Stigmata, the record is called The Calling of the Just. The song is called Intro, All of Nothing. It's been our show bumper since 2007. And Bob Riley sings the words that you know the best. Could not see so clear. I'm taking a real good look at you. I'm taking a real good look at your face. Or being paid back and for always nothing. All right. Uh, I, I was actually listening to Stigmata the other day, like incessantly. That's a great fucking record. Still available only from Revelation Records in Huntington Beach, California, the city where they'll attack your car with a hammer. That uh, was my first experience to, uh, uh, to uh, Huntington Beach. Because if it wasn't for OC, Yassine wouldn't be alive. And this show is dedicated to Steve Soto. Uh, Steve Soto being the bass player for the adolescents. Uh, you know, a lot of guys don't like to claim influences. They asked Sting, yeah, yeah, you know, at one point, Terry Gross asked him, like, hey, you know, what are your influences? He goes, I, I have so much music. I have so much music in my head. I don't have time to listen to anybody else. It's like, you got to be fucking kidding me, man. Come on. Come on. Don't give me that shit. You, I don't even know what music is, man. I'm creating this... This art, this sound-based sonic art. You tell me it's music. I guess it must be because I've never heard any other thing called music. Is it a small animal? Is it a is it a location or a country? Stop it. It's like in that movie, B -B Bring on the Night. It's a terrible movie. My grandmother gave it to me, so I hesitate to talk about it since so she's dead. But she gave it to me thinking, well, he's in a band. This other guy's in a band. The transitive quality, he will like it. And I did like it for one scene only. When uh, 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 Branford Marcellus is trying to get Sting to play the theme to the, for the Flintstones, he goes, "Come on!" He goes, "He goes, no, nah, I don't, I don't know it." So everybody fucking knows, da 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 da, -da. and they, they they don't care. They just want to have a good time. They don't give a fuck. So the band starts to play it, and lo and behold, Sting does start to play it because, of course, he knows it. He knows it. He was just acting like he didn't know it because he's too cool for school and too busy having sex for 16 hours. Speaking of which, sex brings us to V23. What, I'm supposed to die for thirst because you fucking weren't potty trained, right? Fuck you. I'm thirsty. So speaking of sex, uh, uh, this is this, this show is about, like I, I tried to give you the trigger warning. This is the uh, the human race is doomed. 
it, it is absolutely fucking doomed. And if you if you don't think there's a through line to the show, you're wrong. A few shows back, we were talking about uh, men, culture of men, which has resolved itself in 2018 with these you know, male rights activists to, uh, between them and the incels, involuntarily celibates, which was a movement, interestingly enough, started by a woman who was, I'm just this nerd chick, I couldn't get laid, so I started this organization, and it got too heavy and too laden with dude winery, so she bailed, left them to their own devices, which at this point in time is include uh, at least two mass murders, uh, because naturally dead people will have sex with you much easier than live people. So, I, so this thread has been developed through these shows where we talk about sex, society, masculinity, femininity, but, you know, and the guy on Father's Day, we got into the whole absent father thing, and the Trump, if you go back to, I think it is V21, there's still this guy, NYC Factor, who I'm not entirely sure is a, a, a white guy disguised as a black guy or a black guy, pro-Trump guy, and he's still back and forth with me in the comments about this and that. The problem with you all is, the problem the problem with, with dupery, the problem with the con, the problem with the long con, it's that it's convinced us all. It's like, listen, let me explain something to you. A friend of mine went into the bathroom at Oakland Coliseum. I'm not going to mention his name, Scott Kelly. He, <laughs> he wouldn't give a shit if I told you in this one. He went to the bathroom at the Oakland Coliseum, and there's a guy in the bathroom sitting on the floor between two urinals. He didn't choose to sit there. He had been knocked out and was placed there, or he had been knocked out and fallen there. And a steady succession of other men needing to use the urinals came in and decided to urinate upon him, his face, his head, his mouth, his Miami Dolphins jersey. My friend Scott wanted to help him, but he 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 played the videotape through, and the guy said, first of all, touching a man so marinated in in micturate. That's a good one. You can name your band that. Marinated in micturate. And he said, first of all, I don't want to touch this fuck. Second of all, what did he think going into the bathroom at Oakland Coliseum? With a fucking Miami Dolphins gear on and expecting anything else unless you roll deep. And his heart was filled with this human kindness to bond, but, you know, certain tribal allegiances were transgressed. You just can't. How, how am I going to help this guy? You know, what am I going to take him to fucking take him to security, take him to the medical team? Whatever, and I, how am I how am I going to get him out? I'm going to help him. You know, the likelihood of me ending up next to him is pretty fucking strong, even if I am rocking Oakland Raiders gear. So what, you know, I'll just chalk this up to the mean city and get back to my seat and enjoy the rest of the game, which is exactly what the fuck I would have done. So we've gotten into this mindset where we, we, we're gleefully engaged in this tribal, this tribal thing, but it's not even, it's not even clear cut tribal allegiances more. It is, it is the process by which I say, you, are you ready? Okay. Ready? I'm going to say window. And you're going to be, oh, fuck you, nah, you did not, door, door. Okay, all right, you know what? Door. <laughs> nah, not door, not door. Okay, roof. All right, man, all right. I agree with you. Roof. You you don't agree with me. You don't, you don't, you don't know anything about roofs. It is like being in a fucking biker bar. I go next. Oh, I thought I, thought I went next. You call me a liar? No, I didn't call you a lie. I just thought I went next. You're saying I made a mistake. I'm the, you think I'm the kind of guy who makes mistakes? No, I didn't say you, you want to fight. You got this guy who wants to fight. Like the guy, say, Brad Pitt said in that movie California, when he's got the kind of middle class guy who doesn't realize he's getting in the bar. Fight. You might as well just hit him now because this is where this train is going. This train is going to Punchville. Get on it. So, you know, you got guys talk. This guy in NYC Factors gloating. I don't give a fuck if you're happy. Once again, going back to Glengarry Glenn Ross, some people think you die, you go to heaven, you're a good person, you're rewarded for your this. I don't. I Man, and I'm perfectly okay with you not agreeing with me. And I'm perfectly okay not agreeing with you. I don't have that Nazi tendency toward totalitarianism where we all got to think the same thing. That's okay. You won the election. That's okay. I don't have to like it. 
where did you grow up and how did you grow up is, you know, operant conditioning of the last 30 years. Did it create people who can't hold, will not hold truck with a, a diversity, a divergence of opinion? I, <laughs> what is this knee jerk thing? What is this knee jerk thing? And, and an extreme sensitivity to, to divergence of opinion. I'm not trying to change your mind. This overheated fucking Fox shit. They've been hammering at that thing since Rupert Murdoch took over the New York Post in the 70s, bringing that Australian kind of fucking pugnaciousness to uh, 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 to publishing. A lot of people I know quit then. Dolly Schiff had owned the, uh, the New York Post before then. It was a nice, comfortably liberal publication. And Rupert Murdoch brought in Steve Dunleavy, and it became a fucking rag. But it out Daily News to Daily News. Daily News used to be the newspaper of note for fucking uh, working class guys, unaffectionately uh, 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 or affectionately, depending on who was calling it as the D's, Dem, and those guys, also known as bridge and tunnel guys. I was a bridge and tunnel guy. And New York City was divided into the New York Times readers, Village Voice readers, and the New York Daily News readers. And the Post was kind of dithering in there, and Rupert Murdoch came and turned it into a football game. Now, under, under, there are not a lot of other circumstances in which I could get 30 men to urinate on another man. Even if I knocked them out. Even if I said, you know, this guy is a fucking Nazi, or this guy is a child killer, or this guy, I still probably couldn't get 30 people to fucking urinate on him. However, at that bathroom at Oakland Coliseum, back in the 80s, that's what happened. It's known to happen. There's a reason why the Oakland Raiders uh, 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 icon is a pirate. Don't fuck around. It's like soccer violence, soccer thuggery. But we've gotten into this two teams thing, and it's ridiculous. And I'm not just saying that because it's uh, it, it it's uh, because you know my team lost the last last election. You know when that guy. When that guy, Joe, whatever his name was, screamed out from the gallery at Obama, you lie. What Obama should have done is that I lie. Come down here and say that to my face. Sorry, I can't hear you. Yeah, I need you to come a little closer and say that to my say that to my face. And then I would have slapped the fuck out of him. Words have consequences. We have been Richard Chamberlain, Richard Chamberlain, sorry. <laughs> That's a historical faux pas. The actor, <laughs> uh, uh, Chamberlain. We have been cham Chamberlainized since forever. Accommodate, accommodate, accommodate. We have been that middle-class guy in that movie, California, without the, without the presence of a helpful Brad Pitt. You better hit him because it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Guess what? It came. And I still defend the way I approach things, which is like we have a diversity of opinion. Now, some of you have maybe listened to this show long enough. Remember that, that fight I got into with the biker. I go to walk around the biker this way. He's, I say, oh, excuse me. He's standing in front of me. I go, I'm sorry. He's standing there drinking a beer. And I, I go around him this way, and he takes a step to the right. And I look up and I go, like, what are you doing? And I say, I'm going to need to get by you. And he goes, like, he's drinking his beer. And he goes, <laughs> I'm like, bro, <laughs> I step to the right again. He steps to the right. I said, all right, look, you know what? I'm going to give you until I count of three to get the fuck out of my way. I got to get by you. The guy's just standing there drinking his beer. It was Budweiser. I remember the label. A can of beer. I say one, two, and a friend of mine is standing behind him, and he just kind of goes, and I thought that was like the signal. Ba 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 ba, knock the guy out. Later, my friend goes, "Why'd you hit him? What the fuck do you mean by him? You gave me a signal. That was no signal. It was. What does that mean? And you told me to hit him. I'm always looking around for the guy who's the trigger guy." 
because I'm never sure whether I'm thinking the right thing. So I look typically if it's an oxbow setting, I'll look at the guitar player. I'll look at Nico. And if Nico's like, then I know, fuck, that's it. That's it. Boom. The bullet's gone. Gone. Everybody was kind of irked for me for hitting this guy. Because well, what would you suggest I've done? I gave him three chances. They go, well, you at least give, give the guy the benefit of the full count. Are you fucking kidding me? You knew where he was going to be standing when I got to three. And the question is not one, two, three complete count. Okay, now we're ready. No, we, it's, a time, it's a rhythmic timing device. And the one, and the two, and a bing, three. We had a, a divergence of opinion. And I'm okay with him having his opinion. But if it fucks with me making quick time cross town, then I'm going to have a negative reaction. If I'm giving a speech and you're screaming at me, you lie. We're not arguing opinions at this point. You have made a statement, but more significantly, you've interrupted me. People are uh, now the, uh, talking about uh, Terry Crews. What, what should he have done when uh, um, somebody grabs his unit? He's like, well, if I punched him, I would have fit into the narrative of, you know, the ghetto angry guy. So that didn't seem to be that right. You know, I didn't want it to be happening. I realized I was victimizing. I, I didn't have any good options except just to wait for him to take his hand off my unit. I'm a jujitsu guy in, in that regard. I'm a jujitsu guy in that regard. When most people pull back, I go forward. When more people pull forward, I pull back. I, I don't even want to spell out for you the, the horrible stuff that I would that I would have whispered to this guy. But if you want a hint, go back to uh, Juliet Lewis. And Woody Harrelson and the first seven minutes of the great Oliver Stone movie, The Natural Born Killers, uh, culminating with her uh, great line, how sexy am I now? However, what Terry Crews has done is much more effective. Much more effective. He's become a cause celeb to it in a very certain regard. And hey, you know what? Men get uh, 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 molested as well. If you go to Ozzy.com, Ozzy.com, you read about me being sexually harassed. Now, I got some people who think that it was bullshit that I that I sued the company and got a whole you know, janked it, ganked them for a bunch of money. I don't. I don't because I lost a job. She lost a job as well, but I lost a job, too, and I was an innocent party. All I did was show up at work with a penis. Which is my point. This is how, <laughs> which is how I, uh, this, is, this is the point and why we got to the human race is doomed. I was at, I was at a party, right? I was at a party. And um, one of the women at the party is just broken up with her boyfriend. And she should have, because the guy was, he was alluding to stuff. He was like, well, you know, I was very frank with my last girlfriend. Apparently something I told her was so horrified that she could never accept it and couldn't move on. So she dumped me. What do you think that would be? What could you tell a girlfriend that would so upset her that she would have, you know, whatever, you know, she's all right. So I'd go out with a bi guy, whatever. Okay. Okay, fine. But the guy was like, you know, not really wanting to spend his time putting it in the hole. So, and he wasn't that great in bed. So, but good, good rinse, bad rubbish, fine. I don't know. I don't know what's since I've been super horny. Said, great, says another woman. You are at a party where this the preponderant the majority of people here are single men with penises, and everybody's drinking. And I look around the room, and these single men are all like this. I turn back, and she's like this. Like, what are you doing? She's go, oh, I'm, I'm, you know, um, texting back and forth with this guy who I met on one of these sites, you know. 
Um, he's, he's he sent me his penis pic, so I. I go, where is he? Oh, uh, he's somewhere about twenty minutes south of here. I go, oh. Let's see, on the room, one, two, three, seventeen cats bent over their fucking phones. She has just told me I'm horny as fuck. Drinking, drinking. There are a couple poles set up in the place, you know. Dad's sexy on the poles. Guys are in their phones. She says to me, well, Eugene, you know, how how many, what is your, I mean, do you, in other words, the sex with Eugene column that you do at Ozzy, what is your basis for, uh, you know, your basis for for doing his column? What I mean, how, what do you know? What do you, and it, ultimately we get to talk about numbers of sex partners and I, I divulge and she's like, that's a lot. Okay. Right. But how, so how do you, how'd you do it? How did you, is it just cause like you're, how, what do you mean? How did I do it? You know, in a galaxy far, far away, there was a time when people didn't communicate through these appliances. When in actual fact, they would do stuff. I mean, <clears throat> yeah, keep, let, 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 let me set the setting for you. Studio 54 is in full swing. New York City is crazed. Magazines are declaring bisexuality chic. AIDS hasn't hit. Hippie shit is dead. Coke is all over the place. People are absolutely out of their minds. I'm a teenager coming of ageness. I wasn't going to get other teenagers to go to, to go to discos. Maybe they want to go. When I kind of finally put together how to dance, I'm like all over it. All like Woody Allen said, 90% of anything is just showing up. Just showing up, getting the studio 54, crescent moon with a Coke spoon up its nose. And there's music, music, music. And you got to gas up. You like, you could just, you could get on the dance floor alone, or you could ask somebody to dance or whatever. It was a whatever time. People said, no, you got to have an understanding. Not everybody's going to say yes. Not everybody's going to say yes. So we already talked like in V20 about how rejection doesn't exist anymore in a real sense. You, you, you sweep. I don't even know Tinder. Tinder is out of my, I don't even know. Was, I wasn't even in the game. With sweep right or left. I don't know if you don't know when people go left, but I'm guessing the system is set up so that when people go left, in other words, they don't like your pick, you don't know it. So we're stuck in this loop of positive reinforcement. Oh, yes. She said yes. She said yes. She said yes. So it gave, becomes an aggregate game. And so now we got teams, right? I say roof, you say door. I say door, you say stairs. I say stairs, you say banister. I say banister, you go kitchen. I say bathroom. It's just, it's a process. Backed by the world loves me. They love me in, in my space. They love me on my Facebook. They fucking love me. I'm systematically eschewing grit from my fucking life. Now, there are a lot of things that they don't do anymore crime-wise. Drive-by shootings are not as much of a thing as they used to be. I don't know if you know that. But they used to be a lot, at least in Southern California. It was a thing. Southern California invented them. Well, probably Frank Nitti and the... Uh, the Chicago underworld invented them, but whatever. You know what I mean? In modern times, largely people have stopped doing it. It's not so much the presence of shot spotters in in uh, poor neighborhoods. Just stopped. But you know what still happens? Road rage still happens, especially in California, where I can walk around with a head full of insanity. Now I'm right now. I could be in my house with a head full of insanity. <clears throat> walk to 10 feet to my car, get in my car with a head full of insanity, go to Safeway, do a self-checkout where I relate to a machine, go to a Wells Fargo ATM to get some cash, go to a gas station where I swipe my card and punch my gas, and I have had nothing of the outside world that's interfered with my, with, with this, with this fucking pressure cooker of lunacy. Except for maybe when somebody cuts me off in traffic and then boom, 
boom, boom, boom. Before in the old days, the only people I know who had road rage were guys who were having steroid rages. Steroid road rage. Dude followed the guy. Guy cut him off a traffic, followed him into a hardware store, looked up and down the aisles for the guy, found the guy, beat the fuck out of him in the hardware store. The guy in the hardware store had no idea why he was being beaten up. It's like disciplining a cat. The cat poops on the couch. You get home from work eight hours later. There's some who disagree. You hold the cat's face. Ah, you hit the cat, scream at the cat. The cat runs up. That cat doesn't know what the fuck you're doing. The cat just knows that you're an unreliable narrator. I don't know. I was on the couch. The guy fucking hit me. What? What? So we have the affect of tribalism without any really hardcore allegiance. To our, I mean, our allegiance, if those of us who are Americans, our allegiance should be to the country. And we should be, if we want to get tribal, go, ah, if I, you know, you but what's happening is we've gone global. So if we go global, then the process of if I say roof, you say door becomes a very interesting one because where the allegiances lie. You do realize three years ago, our enemies were our friends and our friends were our enemies. Right now, based on what our president is saying, North Korea is our friend, Russia is our friend. These used to be enemies. China's our friends, right? They're our friends. Now, Canada, Mexico, Germany, France, not our friends. Casino politics. They don't have shit. Why am I going to be friends with that fucking nerd at the end of the bar? I'm going to be friends with this biker here, the one who wasn't knocked out by Eugene. That guy's got some juice. Why not? Which is fine. Which is, which is fine. But what does it say that it's that that whole process has got people confused about the most basic aspects of biology? I mean, I remember one woman saying to me, it's I said to her, you know, you're very lucky. She goes, well, really? You know, you tell people they're lucky. They feel like a compliment's going to come. I said, yeah, yeah, no, no, you're, you're very lucky because, uh, you know, uh, you were in love with me and then we broke up. And, and then you were in love with this guy before me and you. And then you broke up. And then you were with me, and then you were in love with me. And then the guy after. So you were in love three times in a row. What are the chances? And she goes, "All right, all right." Kind of like wise ass. All right, I, I mean, I guess I'm I'm really basic, right? Yeah, it's a biological functioning. You take two reasonably attractive people, you put them together, presuming that we listen. There's a book called uh, a play called uh, uh, No Exit. Have you read it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe you haven't read it. Maybe you haven't read it. Um, you should read it. It's a play by John Paul Sartre. And it's about a, a guy who wakes up in like this extended waiting room with two women. And one woman is a lesbian. And the other woman is bisexual. And so they're vying for the attentions of this woman. And you realize before too long that they are actually in hell. They've all died. Mm-hmm. You see what's happening? <laughs> I remember reading uh, Siddhartha as well, Herman Hesse's book, and uh, there's a point at which when he attains enlightenment where he gets to where just everything's okay. After samsara, you know, he's rising up through approaching nirvana. Everything is just okay. I'm not going to be that guy in no exit. I'm stuck in a room with a lesbian and a bisexual woman. Let her have it. Okay, have at it. Not going to do it. I decided that I wasn't going to do that after I got involved in, in a love uh, 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 quintet. Not a triangle. It wasn't even a quintet. It was a deca. It was a, a decatet. Tentet. This woman had told me, I'm in love with all not, all ten of you. Get the fuck out! I'm out. What are you? Her name. She had a great name. Her name was Boo. That was like actually her name. And and her last. I'm not gonna give her actual last name. And her last name was Pow. I'm not fucking kidding you. 
Well, Powell was in her last name. That wasn't her real last name, because I'm, I'm not talking about anybody from fucking 30 years ago. So we're stuck, not stuck, we're at this party with people who clearly are interested in, 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 in sexual contact. Today, I was like, okay, how many people out of all these people went someplace and had sexual contact? And they all are like writing, and oh, we got so drunk, and this and that, I can't. But this one woman was asking me, well, how, how did you do it, Eugene? How, how, did, you, how did you rack up number, numbers like that? How did you manage to do that? And I said, urgency. She goes, what, what, what you? I go, I'm not joking around. She said, yeah, but what do you mean urgent? I go, it's urgent. Try going without food for five days. You will have an urgent relationship to food. Try not drinking water for 27 hours. Try not urinating for as long as you can. And you'll understand the nature of urgency. You know what urgency does? It says fuck you to your tribal affiliation. And it says fuck you to the process that makes you get caught up in the if I say door, you say roof. If I say roof, you say window. Urgency, real urgency and awareness of the fourth dimension of time. It's like, we look, you, we got to do this now, now, right now. We could stand here and drink and get drunk and talk about shit that none of us will remember come Tuesday, or we could be somewhere right now creating memories that'll last a lifetime. And I'm absolutely not fucking kidding. And that's a hard sell. I know a woman who was chased by a guy. Not chased. She's walking down the street in, in, in Rome. And a guy is in his car. And, and you, those of you who have listened to the show for a long time. Heard, and he's following her. And he's like, oh, come. Please ride with me. Please come. And she's block after block. This guy is like, he's just on it. And she goes, look. Look, I'm not interested. And, and, and the guy just, just jumps out of his car. Leaves his car in traffic. This is in Rome. Just jump the cars and babe, 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 babe. And he runs over to her and he's like, please, you gotta, just for coffee, just one coffee, please. Let me pull the car over. And she goes, no, I, I'm not interested. And besides which, you know, we, you, you, you look at your car's blocking traffic. Just get your car, please. Leave me alone. And she goes, he goes, I would lose a thousand such cars for a beauty like yours. And she was like, ha. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. That line was killer. And you know what? That guy probably, that wasn't a line for him. That wasn't a line for him. That was like hardcore, total fucking um, urgency. He didn't, he wasn't looking down at his phone. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> look at that. Look at that meme. Look at, it's pretty funny. Look at that. Look at that. The cat's got a cape on. The fuck is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? This is why, based on last week's show, that I'm starting to come to another conclusion about about uh, um about about MMA. Did you see they came out? They came out with a uh, with uh, how much money they made in 2017, and they made more money than ever. They made more money than they ever made before. On paper, that might seem good. Without the one fight, Conor McNuggets versus Floyd Mayweather, it was the worst year on record. With that fight, it was the best year on record. Which, why you can see they've turned their attention to, to boxing. But what's happened in the interim? Every fight is worse than the fight before. Now, they've got some coming up that are stacked cards, but it doesn't make a difference because already now somebody like ah, Max Holly, uh, sorry, Max Holly Holloway is purportedly injured. I haven't had this confirmed or denied as of yet. You, you could probably, probably those of you listening have, have been able to check and see if that's the case. 
It's a house built on sand, man. Built on sand. So you might say, well, look, see, the bald one knows what he's doing. He's turning his attention to boxing because all he needed was one boxing fight to put him over the top. Yeah, that was a special boxing fight. Now you see McNuggets is trying to talk up about with 50 Cent. Is that what your sports become? Is that what it's become? I used to play basketball in elementary school on a church league. So can I go with LeBron James to the Lakers? Eugene used to play a, a version of the game called basketball. That's how I used to do it. Elbows and knees, baby. And ball hogging. Pass, pass. Hey. You're at the top of the key. Whatever. I got as good a chance of getting that basket in as you do. <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> this guy is just, man, you look like shit, Eugene. You gained a bunch of weight with your triple chins. Like, I give a fuck about that. <laughs> ah, bro. A buddy of mine, I was I was really depressed with that. I go, man, I'm thinking about kill him, trigger warning, killing myself. And he starts doing an imitation of me. Kill myself. I'm too handsome to kill myself. You kill yourself. And I was like, yeah, okay. He's probably right. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So the UFC is in the doldrums and it's not pulling itself out. Let me let me let smoking rubble Berlin 1945. We're not coming out of this. That's not smoke. That's mist. We're not coming out of it. We're not ever. Have you have you been paying attention to the steady drumbeat of MMA journalists who are who are quitting and moving on? This is this is the, the fucking uh, harrowing man. They can't make a living. Now you, you have two lucky ones, as far as I know. The guys who are affianced to major publications, or Yahoo Sports writer, ESPN writers. Some guys at some of the publications, they, they're probably making enough to be able to, you know, to live, or married to somebody who makes it possible for them to to live. But guys who are, you know, uh, 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 sure dog, Jeff Sherwood had sold it and moved to uh, not Kalinga, but uh, uh, Tachi near Tachi Palace, mid Central Valley. I could live comfortably here. I talked to him about it. Got a great house, decent school, pool. Sold it quick. Got in, got out. Nobody got hurt. This thing that we love, man, people can't live on it. You take away the support structure, this press that 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 uh, a week ago uh, was the enemy of the American people, but now a, a, uh, the president has decided that we shouldn't be killed. Members of the fourth estate should the, the fourth estate is not the fifth column. We're not enemies of the people and shouldn't be killed. Good to know, because if you see me on a solo tip, believe that I'm strapped. So they're talking up, you know, McNuggets is like talking up a fight with him and Fifty Cent, very possibly. 50 Cent is like yapping. It's not good for his brand to have his ass beaten in the cage. No matter if he walks away with $125 million, he's not in a position to need $100 He'd like $125 million, not in a position to need $125 million. Not at the, at the risk of rep. Could he, could he beat uh, McNuggets in, in a stand-up fight? I don't know. Clearly doesn't want to find out. Most people don't want to fight. That's why I'm the guy constantly leaning over, whispering stuff to a guy. We can have a divergence of opinion. I'm okay with that. But if you stop me from making QTAT, quick time across town, then I'm going to say some shit that's really going to upset your understanding of who it is that you are. And then you'll either step aside or you'll take a swing at me and let me put you down. Either way, I got to get across the town, across that room, across town. But our priorities are fucked up. And it's a top to bottom thing. You, I don't know if you remember Reagan talking about the trickle down theory. If we let rich people keep more of their tax dollars, that they would put it in the circulation in the economy and it would benefit everybody. Even people who weren't butlers and chauffeurs and maids and cleaning people. Didn't really work. 
nice idea didn't really work. But what's happened is ideas. Ideas trickle down and they triple, trickle back up. Is there a reason why we don't get the timbrels rolling in America? There is. And the reason is America has convinced people, successfully convinced people that with luck, pluck, and perseverance and hard, hard you, know, a, you know, nose to the grindstone, that you, your two, might get the fucking golden ticket, the brass ring. You can't win if you don't play. So everybody's in it to win it. And they're playing. But a pretty good solid indicator of what's going to happen tomorrow is kind of what happened yesterday. Good basic solid indicator. If you were broke yesterday, I think the the, the choice is like you have a 78% chance of being broke tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow and the tomorrow after that. So all you got is that jersey. That's all you got. And if I guess if you got the wrong jersey, you got a face full of urine as well. Face full of urine and a jersey. That's it. I beg your pardon. I never promised you a rose garden, but I did promise you a face full of urine. Welcome to America. No, 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 man. America's about no, but yeah, it is about more than that. But our understanding, it's been chopped and channeled and lowered and louvered into a very simplistic thing. I say roof, you say door. I say door, you say window. It's like if you take any two kids in the world who don't know each other, put them in a field, put a ball out there, they're going to start playing. And the play will inevitably involve throwing the ball or kicking the ball. And it'll involve one maybe running faster than the other, hiding with the ball, chasing the other, throwing the ball, catching. There's some element of competition. But at the end, you've attained a rhythm and everybody feels happy. Whether you win or lose, it was a game well played. We're beyond that. We're all like the fat, spoiled kid, fat, spoiled, rich kid in a little, in a little rascal's cartoons. I'm taking my ball and going home. Welcome to America. What's wrong with you that you can't settle for a diversity of a, uh, uh, and what is this overheated rhetoric that everybody's upset all the time? What are you upset for? What do I give a fuck? You like me? That's okay. You don't like me? That's okay. It's a disco. It's Studio 54 in 1977. There are lots of other coked up models to dance with. You don't want to dance with me? That's fine. But in the age of swipe and right, we don't know what to do. All we got is the process and, and the vague sense of the jersey that we've got. So we're angry all the fucking time. The bald one has destroyed the oofsy on the basis of just being that guy. Oh, yeah? I got the jersey with the pirate on you. I'm going to piss on your face. Okay. And then we got nothing. Got no fights worth a damn. Except for the McNuggets, Floyd Mayweather fight. Mayweather's like, you know, I, I, I saved your fucking sport. Why don't you give me an ownership stake? I'll do this every year for you if you need. you 500 mil. I'll train for two months. Do a press tour. Like Tito Ortiz once said to Ken Shamrock after you beat him twice. I'll fight you every week if you like. Every week, if you like. Fight every week, if you like. Mm. Okay. Every week. So, I, I start to think, like I said a, a little bit on V22, I, I think there might be some method to, to, to the, Weidman, the, the Weidman wipeout. The Weidman woodpile. And uh, the D-man, he said, it, he said, oh, hey, hold on, hold on. We don't even have to zap Pruder this. It's clear that Weidman knows exactly where he is. Exactly. 
He's a short timer. The number of fights he has left is writ large in his head. I got five fights in me, man. That's it. And I'm fortunate enough to be in a position where there'll actually be fights of some import, and that's fine. I don't give a fuck about the import. I need them to be fights of cash. And I'll say anything that gets me there because clearly mouth equals cash. I'm making the sign. I'm calling out Robert Whitaker. And it strangely comes Ouroboros-like back to 50 Cent because 50 Cent, look at his beast on, on, on how to do uh, beef with uh, Colbert. It's genius. Because you don't kick down. That doesn't help you. As Drake figured out with uh, T. Pusher, two guys whose music I don't know. He's got more. He's got. He needs. He needs sausages, and you got sausages. You lost sausages in that deal. Now you're out admitting that you got the kid with the porn star. Whatever, bro. Nobody gives a fuck about that. Your colossal stupidity in fighting a guy in a hole. Don't fight the guy in a hole. That guy in a hole is a fucking fighter. Believe me. As a guy in the hole, forget it. You give me a shot, I'm killing it. Top to bottom, killing it. 100% killing it. Every time, killing it. Now you punch parallel or punch a little up. I go against Nas and Jigga, both fully chromed. By that, by that tactic, I should be attacking uh, Joe Rogan or Ariel Hawani. Or, I don't have time for that. As far as I'm concerned, these are two different, these are completely different things. Guys are making fun of me. Oh, you only have uh, how many views? You only got 658 views, you prick. That new, the, the, the Trump guy from New York. Give a fuck about that. You know when I'll stop doing the show? When I have zero viewers. Zero. Like Chuck Dukowski from Black Flag once said to me, it's not the fault of the people who showed up that nobody else showed up. I don't give a shit. We're having a conversation. A conversation that's not here. (laughs) For those listening on the radio, I'm staring at my phone now. Head bent over it. Like all those dudes at the party who did not have sex last night. Or all those women at the party who also didn't have sex last night. Not having sex. What a great way to end an evening. You know, you could have done that at home. Again, fourth dimension, time. You think it's infinite? Yours is not. Urgency. Urgency. I'm not talking about panic. Panic doesn't seem like it's going to be sexy in bed. I'm talking about urgency. Urgency. You know, all that shit you see in the movies, looking across the table and coy and flirting and saying stuff that's sassy with it. Fuck that. Do you understand? I'm on an express train that's, that, that, that's about to crash into a wall, and that wall is called soup of consciousness. Ending of life on, on the fourth dimension, space and time, dead guy. That's what I'm talking about. What do, you, what do you mean? Me, dead, time, finite, now, you, me, please. Oh, don't beg. I'm not begging. I'm begging you to be aware of the, 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 the fucking, the limits of time. This is urgent. And as MMA journalists after MMA journalists quits or has to go on to other jobs, the bald one, much like Steve Jobs, who used to call uh, the, the, the tech press fanzines, he only wanted to get write-ups in Time and Ro- Rolling Stone. Rolling Stone largely gone. Except, I mean, it's online. You know, he lost Eddie Goldman back when he said, I don't need martial arts press at my fights. Fuck you guys. I want Rolling Stone. My friend Evan was doing a piece on Tito Ortiz for Rolling Stone. Had great. I was scrubbing like a bubble. Scrubbing bubbles, scrubbing bubbles, Paul Winchell, the, the toilet cleaner. And Evan was given like nice rooms and access and because he was writing for Rolling Stone. Eddie turned his back on, on the oofsie at that point, never to return. I stayed in there for all the good it did me. 
Now, there was just a Bellator fight, a Bellator fight this past weekend. There have been lots of noises that Bellator and this $100 million deal with uh, with 50 Cent. And better, 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 better. It's wrong. It's all wrong. You know why it's all wrong? Here, I'm going to give you some names that will let you know that it's all wrong. Ready? Mark Coleman, Tank Abbott, Vitor Belfort, Randy Couture, Chuck Liddell, Tito Ortiz. Hmm? Tim Se- I mean, I could go on. Can I can I can I go on? McNuggets. Um 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 uh John Jones. Um um hmm. Lando Nevada. Who? What? Huh? Yeah, okay. What about the guy? Let's just follow the money for a bit. You know, Sage Northbutt, huh? Northbutt, huh? Northbutt, you know. No, no, don't no, not ringing any bells. Anderson Silva, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember him kinda. Hey man, I look at my plate and there are two types of sausages on my plate. They're the good ones that everybody else wants, and the other ones that people don't give a fuck about. And if the UFC is going to pull some kind of boxing switch, some kind of presto digito thing, what do you think those numbers are going to look like at the end of 2018 compared to 2017? Keith, also known as Sean Shelby, you better be doing something. You better be doing something. But if people are not getting laid at parties anymore because their process has been interrupted, when men are urinating on other men, because the process is this weird tribalism, not a real effective tribalism, just a general sense of, of conflict, combat, and competitiveness that doesn't really serve any, any uber overriding interest. When the, the bald one, the head of the UFC, is out frittering away the fucking uh, business capital of an organization that's, that's existed since the 90s, we see that our process is sick. Now, I could take, I have an internal combustion engine vehicle, and ostensibly, I could take anything in that, in, that, in that internal combustion engine and burn it. Anything that burns will cause the pistons to move, will cause the drive shaft to tear, will make the car go. So I could get all of the booze in my house right now, pour it down the engine, and it'll, 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 it'll make the car drive, right? I don't know. You want to try it? Let's try it. All I have to do in that engine compartment is create a series of explosions from the burning of the alcohol that will make it it, it, it turn, right? What do I need all that shit? Why $4 a gallon for fucking gas? That's what it is in California, $3.99 today. What do I need that shit for? I got a bunch of booze. Uh, you know, hey, you know, I got some potatoes. In the in the crisper in the refrigerator that are pretty bad. If I squeeze those down and I, I get some the fermentation, I could burn that, right? Try it. Try it. See what happens. Your car might drive or it might not drive. Our car is not driving anymore, man. The analog has always been we're in the backseat of a car that doesn't have a driver. You know, not only we're in the backseat of a car that doesn't have a driver, we're in the backseat of a car that's not driving. So on the one hand, our death is not assured. On the other hand, neither is our life. I got 40 people at a party. And you know how many of them had sex last night? I only know for a fact that two did. And one of the two might be doing this show. Right now. I didn't even have to leave the house to get that to happen, but, you know. I got to look and see how the other half lives every now and then and keep people happy, socialize. I like these people. I like talking to them. So it worked for me as well. But these things are all tied together. We are stuck in a horrible feedback back loop. And if you go back to uh, the comments on V21, where I, uh, the Father's Day show, where I'm still back and forth, I'm like 131 
comments deep with this fucking prick NYC factor or actor, whatever the fuck his screen name is. And finally, it's just like, dude, I'll keep it up as long as you keep it up because it increases my hit count. But the reality of it is, this, we're not discussing anything here. It's like you're going, and I'm going, and you're going, and I'm going. I can make a bigger fart. Oh, yeah, watch this. And put my hand under my armpit and make a fart noise. And then you start belching and I start farting. There's nothing. There's no reality to any of this. Any of it. But there is a market lack of urgency to all of it. I'm not, even when I was dirty, living in a fucking van, I had a sense of urgency about everything. Now, if you go back into older shows, you'll see where that sense of urgency came from when I talked about pre, pre-life living. Some might call reincarnation or the things that we base our deja vu on. I'm not getting into it now. But we're doomed. If you can't, if you can't handle the basic mechanics I know I'm in a room with a bunch of drug addicts and I've got some crack. And I can't figure out how to communicate to them that I've got crack. We're sunk. I'm in a room with active seekers, people who actively want to have sexual contact because they want to couple up, get married and breed. And they are incapable of putting this together with this. I'd, I'd, I'd like to, I'd, I want to talk to some, some, some of my gay friends and to find out if they are being marginally more effective at, at meeting and mating. And then I'll carry that all the way through. Then I'll talk to some of my boxing friends and find out if in total their organization is healthy and functioning. But I, I've come to the conclusion that Mr. Chris Weidman might be a genius. And nobody, like the D-man said, he knows exactly where he is, which means he's not, he's playing the Lost Battalion. Because he's not seeing five fights ahead for him. And if he, and he might be so smart that what he's saying is not just for me, for the whole oopsie. What do you see for 2019? Let me quote those names at you again, because we don't have any parallel names now. My mother watches MMA. I'll say Francis Ngannou. Mm -mm. Derek Lewis. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Kane Velasquez. Oh, yeah. mm -mm. Conor McGregor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Maybe even Funky Ben Askren. She's mentioned him to me before. Of course, he couldn't get a deal in the UFC because the, the, the bald one was into... Chair. No. Table. Fuck you. I'm not saying being agreeable just so people can get places easier. If you got a case, like I asked my Trump guy, I go, why are you, why are you, try, why are you trying so hard to convince me? I think you're trying so hard to convince me for a very specific reason. So that when all this shit crumbles down, you can say, hey, man, I was fooled, but you, you were fooled, too. He goes, no, nah, that's not really it. What's it more is that I see that your mind is open and I'm trying to I'm trying to get you to see the light. That though it's not gonna work. My mind is open, but you're not saying the magical combination of things that get me to think that you're right. In fact, I'm he says you're reading propaganda, whatever. I'm trying to take it and balance everything that I can find out and figure out if this is a good a black eye or a feather in the cap. I'm starting to develop an opinion, but you're not affecting it. And if you are, it's not it's not it's not in a positive way telling me that the the the, the, the you know that that all of our news sources uh, are, are are impeachable doesn't make any sense and that the, the, the donald's 100 percent on the money and he knows what he's doing come on man nobody's 100 percent. the guy who cuts my hair he's he's an award-winning haircutting guy but i can't believe i, I mean you tell me he's not winging it some of the time I'm a great award-winning writer. We, we, winging is what, we're, what art is. Sakuraba winged it a lot. Guys are artists and a name. Banada is maybe the new, the new, the new Sakuraba, but you won't hear about him because he's not fighting on the fight that you'll give a shit about in 2018. Not the Holloway thing. That's in peril. 
Tell me what you see in 2019. Maybe John Jones, Johnny Boney Joni against Brock Lesnar. Eh. Eh. Anyway, this is the end of V23. We're going to go to a movie right now, going to go see Sicario and then do a, a You Kill Me, uh, a You Kill Me show on it. Probably later on tonight. But this is done. Tuesday at 7.20 p.m. Pacific time, we're going to do uh, If I Did It, followed immediately by If the Shoes Fit. The breakdown is If I Did It is about PR kerfuffles and how to fix them inside MMA for, for as long as that lasts. And you see, we bridged ourselves to the real world. So when MMA collapses on itself, we got something to do. And If the Shoes Fit, that follows it, is about PR kerfuffles in the outside world, of which there are plenty. So thanks for listening. Go below. Click the thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. We'll see you on Tuesday or later on tonight. If you're subscribed to this channel, like I see three of you subscribed during the show, you'll get the automatic announcements about when we're going to do the show. But until then, look what you made me do! Ah!